0: good afternoon ladies and gentlemen welcome to this week's new episode of x vlog live i'm your host mr boomstick xl and today i am i have the pleasure of hanging out with one half of p.m in the p.m along among among many shows that he does on these youtube streets mav what's going on brother welcome to the program how you feeling
1: not bad, man. It's been pretty good. Just uh, staying busy, working, and uh, having fun, playing games when I can. Playing, been playing a lot of Midnight Suns
0: and Warzone. I got, dude, I bought it and I didn't even start it, dude. It's just man, too many games, dude. There and is too many games, but it's not gonna stop, boom. It's not gonna stop. <laughs> it's not gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna actually get into that because uh, we have we have a lot of topics. Some sm- a lot of smaller little ones that are gonna that we're gonna we're gonna start off with. Uh, and of course the big one is, uh, you know, Xbox gamers, uh, are greedy. Uh, I mean, I think maybe all gamers are greedy and we want yeah. more. Uh, and we know that, um, there are eight games coming, uh, for Xbox, uh, in the, in the, uh, first six months of the year. Uh, and they're all, they're all big. Uh, a lot of RTSs. Now I know Pong Soul yes. who's listening is going to be very excited for that. Um, but you know, and, and when you, when you, when you pile on, Right. Some of the things that we don't know, and some of the Game Pass launches, like for instance, uh, Stalker Two, um, the one from the Russian studio that's like Bioshock. Um, you have, uh, I mean, just 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 so many games coming to Game Pass that, as gamers, we're just not going to have enough time. So, is it enough? The answer is uh, very simply, yes. We're going to get we're going to get that. We're going to break that down momentarily. Um, want to shout out the uh, ridiculous amount of people already here. Already a hundred people in the chat. That is tremendous. Again, this is a small show. We are uh, growing it, uh, and uh, we hope that you are hanging out and enjoying it uh, with some Evil West gameplay. One of my one of my favorite games of last year. I have not beaten it yet. Like I haven't beaten a lot of games, Mav. It's just my cardinal sin of twenty twenty two is starting too many games not finishing them and since and in some cases not even starting them. Uh Need for Speed on un, uh, Unbound. I haven't even put on. I bought it. Uh Midnight Suns is so another good. one. Yeah, it's 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 a shame. It's it's a shame. But listen, let's let's start with uh one of the smaller topics um and that is goldeneye 07. Um obviously this is the game that was originally launched on the Nintendo 64 Uh, I remember sitting around the TV with my brother and my friends playing four-screen co-op that ran at probably two frames per second. (laughs) We loved loved it then. Um, We would probably enjoy it now. Well, we have a story that I pulled from TwistedVoxel.com where GoldenEye is rumored, folks, to be dropping into Xbox Game Pass at the end of January. And guess what? Well, we are coming up on the end of January very, very soon. Now, obviously... They pulled this story uh, from uh, you, uh, a Spanish YouTuber who, uh, who I uh, follow, and he follows me, and he has his ear to the ground. He is pretty damn incredible. Uh, you should follow him. Uh, it's Extras, uh, Extras1STV on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to bring it up uh, right now and, and give you his at so you can follow him. Um, it's yeah, it's uh at E capital X T A S One S T V. And he posted this the other day, uh, that 07 will be dropping into Xbox Game Pass at the end of January. Now, granted, this isn't a from the ground up remake. Uh it it's it's from what I understand, how it's been explained to me, it's going to be like if you remember the uh xbox 360 arcade days it's going to be like an arcade uh version i i don't think you're going to have uh, ray tracing yeah. and 120 frames per second but if you are a fan of golden MAV, and i am because i had the original i was there waiting in line when it first launched that's how old i am folks yes i'm that old uh i'm excited to play this uh unfortunately one of the downsizes to this particular release folks is there's no multiplayer which seems Bunkers. uh i don't understand how that happened nintendo switch though (laughs) they have the multiplayer i don't understand how that happened um what i understand
1: boom i think like the uh 64 version is uh, like almost like a carbon copy of what the switch is getting and the switch is using their like same thing they do with the switch the nintendo's uh online service where like they can trick consoles into thinking that they're like um, linked right, so right. that's how this working on Nintendo. But I think the Xbox version is a little bit more redone with controls yeah. It's, it's like gonna that. look more
0: modern, so, if you will. Yeah. I think
1: so. It's like two different versions of the game, so I'm all for that. I do wish there was multiplayer, it does suck not to be able to play that because that was my most excited thing about this. But what my uh mind when I think about what to expect from uh Eye. Uh, would be close to what we got
0: with the perfect dark. That's in rare replay, right? Um, and that was fine. I yeah, mean, it's an it's older fun. game, but if you're a fan of the series, you you wouldn't care. And I didn't care when I played that either. Yeah, uh, I, I'll. This is something I'll I'll play
1: for a little while, kind of have some fun with it, and then for like maybe an hour or two, and then probably be done with it. Be honest with you, but uh, it's still a game, and there will be some people that want to go down memory lane and have a blast with it for sure.
0: For me personally, um I would uh definitely uh play this from start to finish. That that's just me. Yeah. Uh it's something uh like I said the game for me as an OG gamer uh it means something. Uh the fact that we're getting to play an updated version of something that I had so much fun with my brother and my friends mm-hmm. um I'm definitely going to play through it. I, yeah. I like the original uh, a lot. I beat it multiple times because that's what you did. Remember, back in the days, we weren't as oh, yeah. privy to games as we are now. Like now, unfortunately, gamers are spoiled because there's literally so many games. Um, and uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, because of because of that, we don't really take into account or appreciate sometimes that we are that we have so many games at our disposal. Back in the days, folks you used to get maybe one or two games. Per six months maybe yeah right uh you know maybe you know you'd see a year where five games released you're like wow that's a banger year you know what i'm saying but um listen at the end of the day not the biggest story of the day something small to kind of just start us off i'm excited for it uh it's coming into xbox game pass day and date when it drops which i think is another big aspect of it uh we're not expected as xbox gamers to pay for it on mean technically we are paying for it but we're just not uh dishing out uh out of our pockets it it just comes across from your subscription and i think that that in itself is a huge deal uh again if it's not your bag you don't have to play it you don't even have to press the download button you simply could just play something else and move on and be like well it's just not for me and that's the magic folks
1: yeah that is the
0: magic wasn't
1: rare replay at one point in games with gold yeah i believe it was yes i i think it was i'm not 100 percent on that but the cool thing is if you have game uh rare replay uh even if you don't have game pass that this is going to be added to that so yeah. it, you get it even just if you own rare replay so there'll be a lot of people that uh, that get access to this whether you have game pass or not as well so um and i, I this can't be too expensive either i would think if you don't have rare replay hey, how much is where rare we rare, rare replayed right now uh oh probably
0: 20 bucks maybe 20, 30
1: bucks yeah. yeah i don't know yeah yeah calorie in the chat says where replay is usually like 11 bucks yeah oh so, wow I mean,
0: well there you go yeah, yeah you're
1: yeah. uh <laughs> the chat was uh, talking about your uh your gameplay footage here uh, saying it looks like it's running on a Pentium four. Yeah, you know, I'm
0: actually going to stop it. Uh, What's, what's, uh, what's, well, listen, in my area, it's piss and rain here, folks. Yeah. Uh, So I'm going to just drop, I'm just going to go full screen for us today. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it does look like I'm running on a Pentium 4 when I'm, when of course I'm not. Uh, It is, listen, as long as you can hear us and you can see us, that's what you're here for. I usually like the gameplay. My connection is. I mean, I have top tier connection, but it's been such bad weather here that I honestly think that it is affecting uh, the uh Internet. And now it's back to normal. You know what, folks? Look, as long as we don't lose power, as long as I have lights on and I can talk and you can hear me, we'll roll. The, we'll, we'll, we'll roll it that way. Uh, but listen, um, Mav, I want to get into uh, one of one of the bigger stories. I dropped it in. The DM. I'm going to literally pull it up as we speak. Uh, folks, we have some new information that comes the way of Tom Warren. Uh, and uh, it's pretty interesting. Of course, it's regarding, um, you know, uh, what's going on uh, with, uh, of course, the ABK deal. Now, obviously, uh, there is uh, there was a, a, a positive decision in Chile. Um, and uh, we have uh, some information on it uh, that is uh, that's that's pretty telling. Uh, that's 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 pretty pretty incredible. Uh, it, I, I will say this: when, when I pull up the, uh, the, the 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 actual document, which I'm going to do right now, um, this is this is proof that many 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 circles that are 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 watching and reading what's going on with the world. Are seeing that exactly what we're seeing, right? Um, and uh, I, I want to read a couple of excerpts from that, and I want to get your opinion on it because I think that mm-hmm. again, this is not the biggest story of the day. I think, being that Tom Warren is reporting on this of The Verge, I think it's worthy of a conversation. Uh, and uh, I, I want to read some some of their uh, their insights um, from from their investigation into what would happen if hypothetically uh, Call of Duty was uh, pulled. From Sony, and we know that it's not, right? Uh, It says this, folks, in light of the foregoing, the division considers that uh, deploying a potential strategy of partial or total blocking of PlayStation would imply, in a certain way, uh, um, the trend towards which the market is projected and would generate deviations towards competing video games that they do to include the model model, uh, cross-play Uh, The importance of course play for Call of Duty players is confirmed Uh, for local consumers in in the results of the survey, which indicates that 72% of Call of Duty players on consoles consider this uh, incredibly relevant factor to choosing a primary device. Uh, It goes on to say, and this is where it gets interesting, Mav. If we analyze the conduct that the merged entity could display with respect to Sony, we have first of all that Call of Duty is not the franchise that generates the highest income for PlayStation or for Sony. Mm-hmm. I- illustrative of that, by 2021 standards, Call of Duty represented zero to ten percent of total revenue service uh, re- re- revenue received by Sony, behind FIFA and Fortnite. Therefore, the removal of Call of Duty from the portfolio of titles. Uh, available on this platform while it could have some impact on the company's revenue would not deprive sony of its main uh, main source of income uh but it actually goes on to say and this is where uh it gets interesting even more interesting uh, no that, actually they said that twice i'm sorry the damage at the profit level for console providers such as sony is even more limited if one considers that at least the Chile, in, in, in the Chilean market, the mass majority of Call of Duty players faced with an indefinite un, uh, faced with indefinite unavailability of said franchise would not change platforms and would simply choose another uh, video game to play, and and this is coming mm-hmm. from a survey, folks. Mm -hmm. that they did with their people. Now, again, remember, these entities that are making these decisions on uh, whether or not to pass or to attempt to block this deal usually are talking about their regions. Now, in some of the document, and again, I'm not going to read the whole thing, folks. I I got another uh, excerpt to read that's, again, relevant, but I don't want to read the whole document. I will post this in the show notes, if you want to read it to you, uh, for yourself, it's a lot. It does a lot here. They do happen, they do speak broadly, Mav, of the of a you know other markets, but they are obviously concerned with the Chilean market. But this is even more important, and you want to wonder what uh, you know wh- where where does Call of Duty versus let's say something like Grand Theft Auto uh, come into play? Which is a which is a more sought after or a more important franchise? Well, this is gonna. This should spell it out for you. Similarly, when asked, based on your experience, now this is the. This is what they're asking the people of right. this country. Uh, similarly, when asked, based on your experience as a video game player, rate the following contents from essential to highly dispensable, and sixty-five percent consider titles, uh, the title Grand Theft Auto, essential and not dispensable and 62% expressed uh, the such opinion regarding Call of Duty, saying it is expendable. It should be noted that these results are even more telling, considering that the respondent base was made up of Call of Duty players and not necessarily Grand Theft Auto players. Thus, the importance of Grand Theft Auto could be underestimated in view of those who make up the survey example. Again, uh, we, I, we, we've all we, we've all reported on this map. We've been talking about it to our blue in the face. The reality is, is that this deal is going to pass. Uh, you know, obviously, it, we're still waiting for the EU. We're still waiting for um, the CMA, and we obviously the FTC. Well, they're eventually going to have to bend the knee because they're going to waste millions and millions of taxpayer dollars that we pay here in this country for what is seen to be utter rubbish and a a, a a political uh you know agenda if you will uh when it comes to the FTC with this new report coming out of Chile what, what 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 does this say for you in regards to your confidence of this deal getting done when it's starting to see every every week we're getting a new report from a different country that says yeah this is this is not that big of a deal it's just business and it's it's market competition
1: yeah i think With Chile, it does, Chile in itself doesn't raise or lower my confidence level because they're acting within common sense and basing things on facts and reason. Whereas the regulators, or especially the FTC right now, is not even like trying to attempt to have any kind of common sense or um, anything like that. Now, I'm still really confident that the deal is getting through, mainly because of what's going on with Microsoft and the FTC right now, especially. What's going on with the c m a and the e u because I think if they get the deal closed in in those two markets, it's gonna be a checkmate for for Microsoft right and uh, Chile is one of those like okay, we expected that to go through now what I find interesting is the talking points right the uh the little notes added that adds more factual information uh and gives more and gives Microsoft more ammunition things like Call of Duty was only zero to ten percent of their revenue for 2021, uh, behind games like Fortnite, um, which kind of is against Sony's argument that Call of Duty is not replaceable. You can't you can't replace Call of Duty. Call of Duty is one of a kind. If we don't have Call of Duty, we're going under. Is pretty much what Sony's saying. Now, the, the funny thing is, is Microsoft plans to put uh, Call of Duty on the PlayStation anyway. Uh, But the the, the interesting thing here is Chile saying you don't even need to, right? Chili's like no concessions, nothing, right? We're just saying, hey, you know, we look at the facts here, and the facts are that it's still going to be a competitive market. It may affect Sony some, but not to the fact where they're not going to be able to compete in the business. And they also talked about Nintendo and the fact that Nintendo is the number one uh, console there. And guess what? They don't have Call of Duty either. So they're pretty much looking at it like, hey, without call of duty, it doesn't really matter. um, you can do whatever you want, Microsoft we're approving this deal uh based on facts, based on numbers, based on common sense, based on reason, and it, they're not going with this whole political agenda uh they're not going with any of this uh other stuff that happening with like the f t c or uh, the posturing of the c m a or the e u as well right so um it I expected this from all these other countries, you know, just to go through without yep. a lot of uh, any problems. Um, I, I am curious, like what kind of discussions happen when these other countries approve these deals? Like if these lawyers from Microsoft and are like, Hey, we'll see what they said. I, I don't know if that takes place or not because they're supposed to all individually look at their markets, but the Chile uh, statements there talked about Sony's, Revenue and, and how much money they make on different games and stuff. And that's a broader scope thing, right? That's a global thing. That's Sony as a whole. So if you're talking about only 0 to 10% of uh, Call of Duty it makes uh, Sony, as opposed to Fortnite and these other games, which make more, then Sony's argument for me is, again, uh, lacks any kind of value. Uh, it doesn't hold any water. And this is another... Proof that if this was to go through all the way to court uh, at the federal level, that this deal will get approved also. Um, so I, I, I think right now where it's sitting at is the CMA and the EU are uh, working on uh, concessions and negotiations and that kind of stuff. And that's why we're having these delays and things like that. And once we find out what those are and this deal gets actually uh, signed off in those markets, maybe I think it was said April was the deadline there. Then at that point, the pressures on the FTC to say to to look at it and say, well, we better accept those same conditions. Otherwise, we're gonna lose in court and get no concessions, right? At which yeah. no other markets have approved any concessions. So well, we'll see. Like the EU CMA, there will be concessions there. Um, and I think that the FTC will just match or mirror whatever that is. And that's just common sense, right? It's yeah. I mean, look, at, at,
0: the, at the end of the day, Mav, I, I think that what Microsoft has offered uh, is excessive. Uh, like 10 oh, years yeah. of anything is crazy. And the fact that, that we have learned that they have offered Sony uh, the, 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 the Game Pass route in regards to having it show up in PlayStation Plus Premium uh, now, obviously, that's not going to be for free. Uh, they're going to have to spend a significant amount of money. If you just look at how much money was made on Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two last uh, last holiday, right? Obviously, uh, somewhat upwards of seventy percent of revenue was generated on the PlayStation. So they're going to have to spend some bucks to get that in there. Microsoft's not going to be like, "Hey, you know, we're yeah. good friends. You know, you can have it for free." They're going to have to pay upwards. And and again, I, I'm not a business guy. So I don't have a degree, but I'm going to say that this could be one of those things that you see a billion dollars being sent from Sony to Microsoft in order to get that in there because that's that's a billion dollars that Microsoft would lose if, if they just put it in there for free. And they're not going to do that. So they're going to have to pay. Sony will get their 30% of a billion dollars that it could potentially make. Um, and every, everyone walks away a winner. Uh, I, I, again, I, I'm I'm uh, even more encouraged yeah. when I start seeing the even these smaller countries. Now, again, I, you have to understand Chile is a smaller, very very small country as opposed to something like let's say the United States or England, you know, the EU or the or or, or the the CMA who they represent. Uh, but that doesn't mean that they're any less important to the conversation. And I think ultimately uh, the only extra. I can see happening uh, in this, you know, quote unquote concessions across the board, maybe something to the effect that they can't raise the price of Xbox Game Pass for X amount of years. And I think Microsoft would be OK with that. Yeah. Um, so, again, maybe it's not world breaking news, uh, but, you know, that should be coming in, in In, in, I would imagine in the next few weeks. Uh, starting with the CMA yeah. and the EU, and, and then eventually, if, if they do approve it, and we'll be, we'll, you and I, and many people in this community will be covering it live when that happens. Um, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a, a worthy of a conversation, and and at that point, Mav, I think you and I both agree that the uh, FTC will back off or bend the knee and uh, accept concessions, and because obviously, you know, it was originally. Uh, it was a very hard stance when it was announced by the FTC that they were suing. You know, they, they, Lena Khan herself said, "We're not in the business of making deals." Right? That's what she said. And then yeah. when it went to went to the first <laughs> judge, uh, the first hearing, which was just an ev- evidence hearing, uh, they were like, "Yeah, you know, we're, 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 we're open to discussion talking, now." <laughs> but now we're open to the discussions because they know they're going to lose. Yeah. And I think that that call to her, know, she, obviously she's the chair. She's she's the chair person. At the FTC, so she makes decisions. I, I, but there is always someone in a higher seat than that, and maybe conversations were had. I don't know. I can't say for sure. But at the end of the day, look, the deal is going to get done. And if you, if you compound Mav the year, uh, and again, I said this last night. And I've said it on a couple other shows. On paper, folks, Microsoft is poised to potentially move into first place they are poised to have the best year in the history of the franchise which this year will be 23 years uh they are poised to deliver on all of phil spencer's promises that he made when he took the the the, you know the lead job in in 2017 and then obviously made those big announcements in 2018 at e3 all of that's coming to fruition Um, And speaking of Phil Spencer, well, today is his birthday. Uh, So a big shout out to the uh, head honcho over at Xbox, (laughs) one of the nicest guys. And folks, like I said, I said this before, and I I can say it now, I've had the pleasure last year of getting a chance to talk with him one-on-one in person. Uh, And it was absolutely astounding how incredibly down-to-earth the head of Microsoft gaming is speaking to him. And I, I kid you not folks is literally like I was just talking to Mav, and, and he was open to any questions. Like what? Yeah. Any questions you want to ask? I, if you want to know what I asked him about, did I asked you ask him, him ban- if he's
1: bringing back Skillbound.
0: No, I asked him, <laughs> I asked him about Banjo Kazooie. Uh, yeah. And that's I that, that, did. I, of yeah. course, co- if I have the opportunity, what do you think I'm going to take? It's going to yeah. be that. Um, uh, but yeah, he's happy birthday to Phil Spencer. One of the nicest guys in gaming. Uh, and, uh, obviously, you know, we talked about it last week. He was nominated by variety as one of the top 500 people in, in the world. That's, that's something folks. Yeah. Uh, and he's obviously, he's gotten, uh, you know, man of the year. Uh, he's, he's won a lot of awards and well-deserved. Like I said, I know that a lot of people get annoyed and wish that he would show his fangs, but Phil is, bill and he has a way of doing things and i agree with the way he does business uh and you know again I, i'm very happy uh of the direction the company is going especially as an xbox fan and especially as someone who uh values um you know uh a person's way of how they treat others that's, that's like a big yeah. thing for me a character right yeah his, yeah his character is off the charts great so shout out to him and also Game Pass underscore daily. It's his birthday today, too. What's going on, brother? Retri, happy birthday. Happy uh, birthday. And thanks for all the work that you're doing in this community, as well as, of course, being on the Xbox Factor podcast. Um, but listen, Mav, we got to get to a Tom Warren story, folks. Uh, and this is breaking news. Um, now, obviously, on January 25th, Microsoft has confirmed that they are going to have their developers direct. Now, this is a a new direction for Microsoft's marketing. This is something that I have been asking for, Mav and everyone else that follows the brand as closely as we do. We've been asking for this, folks. We want better for our platform. Nothing wrong with that. Um, And one of the bigger criticisms that have come the way of Microsoft, and and I'd be one of those... People on the sidelines criticizing them you know professionally of course has been the lack of dates for games right like that is a big big yeah. deal uh well thanks to tom warren of the verge ladies and gentlemen he posted this morning a german version of the xbox developer direct announcement mentions folks that there will be release dates for forza motorsport redfall and of course, Minecraft Legends. Now I know there's going to be a lot of talk as to when are we going to get the Starfield release date. Uh, I, because I'm a huge fan like Pong Soul, who I'm a very good friends with of Todd Howard. That's something that Todd and that team are going to do. Uh, and that's it has it has been again that's something else that came out of uh, the confirmation from Aaron Greenberg, even the Starfield official Twitter account that it's getting its own event. Like, it's, it's going to have its own 30 or 40-minute event. I think that is absolutely brilliant. That's exactly what the doctor ordered. You're going to get a full-on probably 10 or even 12, maybe even 15 minutes of actual live gameplay. Uh, and then, of course, they're going to close it out with maybe the announcement of a collector's edition. I hope so. And I would definitely be pre-ordering that ASAP and a release date which of course pong and you and myself and many people in this community seem to think that we're getting it on oh, yeah. 3/23 23 that would be perfect uh, let let let's let's talk about the date situation mav you you have talked about this on your many of your shows and you are like myself you know you've been critical of xbox for not delivering the dates dates are important it gives people something to look forward to and these are games that were delayed from last year what are your thoughts on the so so-called cat out of the bag with the dates coming at this event yeah we've been predicting that they would have two release dates
1: at this show originally i thought it was probably going to be red fall and starfield because but then they said well starfield's not at this show they're making a separate show." For Starfield to give it the deep dive um, that it deserves, which also leads me to think that that game may be the first one to hit, because it said it's in the works. If it was, if it was like June, July, or even later, I don't know if we would get there. Would be a standalone show in the works now for Starfield, right? So that adds confidence to me for the March date. Uh, because if they want to really hype that you put that out first and you have that separate showcase for it, and then you give the attention to these games first before they get dwarfed by Starfield news, right? So these makes perfect sense, these games are going to get the proper attention now, uh, with these release dates, everybody's going to be hype about it. And then they're going to talk, tell us probably when that Starfield show is going to be, um, and maybe it'll be a couple weeks before launch or so. Uh, that's what I would assume, but it is time to get some dates, right? And I have a little confidence now that these games may be sooner than what a lot of people were speculating about because everybody's like, Oh, they're gonna get delayed, they're gonna get delayed because we don't have dates. We have it's been a long time since we've got news, and uh, they didn't feel confident where they were gonna hit the within 12 month time span from last right. E3. But I'm going to point to an Aaron Greenberg tweet that adds a little bit more fuel to this fire. Okay. Because no Aaron not. Greenberg uh, yesterday had tweeted, it's going to be a big year for us. It starts on January 25th as we take you inside our studios to see some of the games coming to Xbox PC Game Pass over the next few months. Few. Right. Is the the next few months. Right. Yes. Now, then also, we know what's at the show. We know it's Minecraft because they talked about it on the developer direct. It's going to be Minecraft Legends. It's going to be Elder Scrolls Online stuff. It's going to be Redfall. And it's going to be Forza Motorsport. Yep. So Aaron Greenberg's pretty much telling us that those games are coming out within the next few months. Which is awesome. Now, few? Does few mean... A Few means less than five to me. Right? So, I don't know. You're not going to say few if you mean six months away. You know, that's... That's a little bit more than that. Now I, you could read a little bit. Maybe I'm reading too much into the, his his words there, but uh, I think we have to sometimes with this stuff, especially if we want to have some fun speculation. If you know what I mean. But uh, it seems I like, like what to you me, did that, my friend. <laughs> it, it seems like to me, our predictions beforehand of when when we're trying to line this up now, March 23rd could be potentially Starfield, and then maybe May for Redfall, maybe June for Forza Motorsport. The fact that we're getting dates, though, for Forza, like, that's, like, is it sooner Huge. than that? Yeah. Is that sooner than June? But potentially, and, and we have to look at, okay, well, this is the, there's probably not another big show until E3, right? So, the, and the, is this a big show? We don't know exactly what what it is, but this is big to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, This isn't going to be like an E3 size thing or anything like that. But this is going to be something I think we're going to have more regular, uh, more regular occurrences of, right? I think they're going to do a couple of these a year, probably maybe one here and then maybe one for later in the year, uh, second half of the year as well. And then you have E3 in the middle. Then you have individual things for individual games, like the thing they're planning for Starfield, which I think the we're going to see this marketing explosion on starfield too which is uh, which i'm really excited for i can't wait to see everything they do there instead of oreos and stuff like that i want to see i want to see like starfield remember like halo infinite you know they go all out for halo on marketing it's like mountain dew cans and i mean like uh taco bell giveaways i mean everything
0: under the sun it's crazy if i if i may Mav, uh i just want to just pop in and, and and reiterate what you're saying um look folks I, first of all, if you if you know if you tap just to see, this is one of the new merch shirts that are coming. Uh, I'm just going to stand up so you guys take a look. This was, uh, this was uh, this was done for me, uh, and now I'm going to share it with the world, folks. Uh, because uh, obviously, people have been asking for quite some time about merch, and I'm going to finally deliver. My artist is working on it right now. My artist, like if, like I own the poor guy. Ben Kenobi is working on a revamp from the whole channel. This design was from the Richter, um, and uh, he did it as 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 a gift for me. Uh, I'll stand up so you can take a look. This is one of the first shirts that is coming. It is Mister Boomstick. Uh, there you go, folks. That is the first merch shirt that will be up. I'm launching Mrs. Boom and I will be launching a merch campaign once everything is done. I got a chance to take a look behind the curtain. The primetime gaming shirt that he did. Oh. It is the chef's kiss. I cannot nice. wait to see the other logos. Uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, look, get, getting to your point, Matt, um, there's, there, there's something to be said about this particular game. Now, folks, if you disagree with me, what I'm about to say, I, I understand. But there has not been a fever's pitch for an Xbox game. Like, like the, let's say, for instance, the likes of Halo 3, where people lined up two days waiting at Best Buy or, the, or their favorite G- or GameStop to pick up the, you know, the, the helmet, the cat helmet, and, and the and collector's edition, and the controllers, and the console. Listen, folks, this game has been in the work for years. Uh, I, 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 I don't know whether you saw um, In Exile. Tweeted something the other day yeah. where it was a space backpack and a helmet. Now I don't know if that's the collector's edition, but they they their their social media team is bonkers great. Uh, I what I want is what you want. I want a special edition console in white with the Starfield logo mm-hmm. on it. Make it. I don't care if it's a Series X or an S. I I prefer the X because I have the Halo one. I'd love to buy another one, uh, and it would be a Starfield one. I want controllers. I want special. I I I want a static, uh, you know, a screen for the my when I turn on my Xbox like they had for Halo Infinite. I want the works, and I and because it's because it's Todd Howard and this is his baby, Matt. This is this is what he's been trying to put together for decades. I want them to go all out, but please continue. Yeah, I think Starfield is going to be the biggest game
1: for Microsoft or Xbox since halo CE yeah yeah I mean all the down years we've had all the back and forth right even though we've all been having fun and loving Xbox like as a consensus over you know the mass casual market and stuff it's been a peg below where Sony's been and and Nintendo as well right but if you think back to what really kicked off Microsoft and Xbox's success with gaming uh, on the console market was halo Combat Evolved, right? That, that just secured the future for Xbox. We may not be playing Xbox today if it wasn't for that game, right? Now, we went through the downturns since like the 2013 times, and then they started re- trying to slowly rebuild back up since 2016 to the, to the point to where we are now, right? All these studios, all these games getting developed, and, and we are at the forefront of this new era for Xbox. And there's no game bigger to launch that with than Starfield, which is a new IP created from the king of Western RPGs, Todd Howard himself, right? As an exclusive to the ecosystem, it's going to be playable across all these different devices within the Xbox ecosystem. And I think it's going to potentially launch this to the stratosphere and really set the mark for what we should look forward to the future of xbox right now the the key is you can't just have one off and then just be done for forever so what do they have to deliver for us now this year redfall which if we saw those details uh, in that games radar article this game is going to be much bigger and better than anybody
0: actually had any reason to expect Oh, I mean, you heard what, what some of the testers are saying, right? Like, I'm not making this up. You've heard Jeff Grubb talk about this. You've heard Jez Corden talk about this. You've heard Tom Warren talk about this. These are all industry, uh, industry, you know, uh, content creation icons, folks. Have, they have said publicly that the, that the people that are testing out the game have said, and I quote, Bethesda has over-delivered.
1: Yeah. On Starfield, if that's not good like enough insane, for you, folks,
0: yeah. I, I don't know what is, brother. I don't yeah. know. So you you hit with Starfield. It's going to be a
1: massive success, I think, right? You follow it up immediately with another massive success, potentially with Redfall, right? Because um, those details there are looking absolutely mind-blowing. I, I think that this game is much different than a lot of people had anticipated. Um, you had all those people saying it was like a Left 4 Dead type game and all that kind of stuff. It's nothing like that, right? It's a story-based game that has co-op. But this game is going to be Arcane's biggest by far. Right, This is going to be their game that is going to go out and draw in more people than ever before. So if that hits, imagine this, the one, two, three punch in the first half of this year. Starfield, Redfall, and then which we already know we're getting a date for now, and then Forza Motorsport, which is always a massive critical success and I think going to be even more popular than ever before because of the success of Forza Horizon 5. Launching Forza to another stratosphere in and of itself. So then you got that triple. Excuse me for using the word bangers in the first half of one year. Not to mention other games coming out like Minecraft Legends as well, right? That it hits a whole another market. It hits a whole another audience. And then oh why why don't we go ahead and sprinkle in Age of Empires Four on console, Age Age Two Definitive Edition on console. Uh, what you know we got this PC project uh, Ara. That's that's a. That's a uh, uh strategy game why don't we just sprinkle that in there as well oh hey guess what here's golden eye for everybody that wants to play that oh uh what else what else we got you know like it is potentially the biggest year in xbox's history for first party and we're only right now talking about the first half
0: yeah i mean it's it's now, you just mentioned a whole mess of games, which is crazy. But when you consider that you're getting Stalker 2, you're getting... Um, okay. Uh, let's see. What, what what else is coming? Wu Long is going to be Wulong, dropping yeah. into Game Pass. Day you got replaced
1: day one. Also, Replace. this month we have games like first time on PlayStation and Xbox is Monster Hunter Rise. Yep. Getting Game Pass day one as well. Um, things like that can't really be overlooked another game that is being overlooked right now but is massive one of the biggest indie games out there was hollow Knight, right and Silk Song is hitting this year in game pass day one and that game is going to be a very big deal when it hits uh whether you a lot of people played the first one or not the indie community is like this is like the gym right this is like the the darling of the indie community right uh, when this comes out, it is going to be, it is going to blow up it, as, as much so, or maybe more so than like an inside, right. Or uh, games like that. So this is going to be a big deal when that hits. Um, there's so many things and there's so much more that we still don't know about. Um, word, words, uh, rumors about Ubisoft plus may actually be happening sometime soon as well. You have the I, friends I think and that's, family I think that's, deal
0: as well. I mean, it's be, just
1: like, what, where are they going to stop? You know
0: yeah well both of those things again it's 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 they're out there folks tim Dork is putting it out there about the friends and family uh plan uh the ubisoft plus thing if if, if again it it these what i'm going to tell you is facts uh, please by all means cross reference and check it if you go to if you go to xbox game pass for pc play uh ubisoft plus has its own section now that suggests that it's going to launch into the service and it's expected that 30 titles are launching in that 30 games from Ubisoft. Now say what you want about Assassin's Creed and where it went and where it was used to be. That's up for debate on whether you like it or you don't, but you cannot argue that 30 of anything going into a service and they're all high quality stuff. You're talking about far cry six. You're talking about, uh, you know, the, the latest Assassin's Creed Valhalla and, uh, you just you just keep going and keep going and keep going and and it's the, again this the value proposition of what they're offering is just it, it's insane to try and put together. But there's also one other thing this comes the way of Jeff Grubb on Reddit and of course, if you don't know who Jeff Grubb is, you we used to know him as the guy with the best mane in the business. Well, he shaved it off. And now he looks like uh-huh. a regular dude, but you know what? Still love you, Jeff Grubb. Uh, love the hair, but still love you. He actually put out there a couple of weeks ago that he has heard about a, about the, the first quarter Xbox showing, show happening, and he was correct in saying so, but one of those uh, games – that could be the one more thing or the one of the surprise reveals at this event that is happening and confirmed to be happening is the game from Tango Gameworks. Uh, it's, it has been described as a quote unquote pentiment level uh, game, meaning that it was built by a small team within Tango Gameworks. And from what we're hearing, the rumor is it, it's a cross between jet set radio and a dance rhythm game you know what sign me up i i am all for a new game like that i don't know how about i don't know anyone in the chat i am dying for a new jet set radio if this is the closest thing that we get until the uh the spiritual successor that's coming out i'm 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 good with that uh i know that some reached out to me this morning and said hey boom you know you have like these crazy expectations for the show i don't want you to be let down Nothing's gonna let me down, folks. We know what's coming. I, I I said this before, and I know Microsoft listens, folks. And that's the crazy thing: Microsoft or Xbox listens to this show or this channel, and that's mind blowing because this is. I am not even at twelve k yet, so I'm very I'm very humbled by that. I will say that. Um, and uh, one of the, my criticisms was about they have to address the elephant in the room i've talked about it all week in fact we talked about it last week about starfield letting us know what did, when this is going to happen what you know, is it going to have its own show and they did just that which again is it because of me probably not but i think i'm glad that i i you know i was talking about it and most people agreed um look at the end of the day mav we are uh, on the on the the cusp of seeing something that, as Xbox fans, we have all been waiting for. Like We have been waiting for this kind of year. Sony, Nintendo, they have had these these multiple years of incredible releases. Finally, it's coming to fruition, folks. Xbox is going to have a ridiculous year. The first six months is so outrageous that I think you're going to have to Pick a game and just stick with said game because it's just going to be too much. But I do want to catch up on the Super Chats before we move on to the big topic of the show. And that is the eight games that are coming. And uh, whether or not it's enough, And the answer is, quite frankly, of course it's enough. It's ridiculous uh, how many games are coming in the first half of the year. Uh, first super chat of the day comes the way of Sith Lord, who says, Happy birthday to P3 and Game Pass Daily. Thank you so much for the generous two dollars, brother. And thank you for the, uh, the, the you know, the happy birthday sentiments for both uh, Phil and a uh, game and Retrie. Um, the second one comes to us from Drawn TJ, he just a very generous five dollar super chat says, Hi everyone, hi Mav, I hope. In two years, Microsoft buys Ubisoft and Bandai Namco and the people there, uh, that they are working with. I mean, we're going to talk about it. There's, some, there's some, some real chatter that Ubisoft wants to be sold. I know that there's some potential issues with it because of the investment from Tencent. I don't know how that would work. Uh, the question we'll be asking tomorrow on Breakfast with Boom, which, by the way, King David of the Iron Lords will be joining us to talk about that and uh, quite a few other hot button topics. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Ubisoft is a big company, man, and they are bleeding badly. I mean, they just announced the cancellation of four additional games. I don't know. I I, I mean, look- bones
1: just delayed again.
0: It was delayed for like the sixth time. Yeah, it's not yeah. good. Look, I, I I will say this, um, and I and I truly mean this. Um, we have seen Sony do its due diligence for its fans to uh, to lock up exclusive IPs and content. Sometimes it's for two years. Sometimes, like for instance, Silent Hill two remake, it's a forever burger, folks. It's never coming to Xbox. So I, where am I going to buy it? Well, I don't have a PC to run games, so I'm going to buy it on a PlayStation 5. And I love Silent Hill 2. So it's pinnacle in the series. So I'll be, I'll be buying that day one. Um, but if, if, if anyone from Xbox is listening, uh, and obviously right now Ubisoft is wounded, right? They, they need a cash influx uh, to, not, to ho- hopefully not lay off some of their staff. If I'm Microsoft, if 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 I'm looking at this and and Microsoft has a great relationship with Ubisoft, what I would do, Mav, is I would lock up Splinter Cell as a permanent exclusive. I'd say, what what is it that you need for development? Do you put some influx into the development dollars into this game the same way Sony did for uh, for Street Fighter Five uh, and lock up Sam Fisher as a permanent exclusive for the brand i'm sorry i i know it might be for some people that's a d move but you know i i say you play by sony's rules and being that they have a lot more money to burn than sony outside of your third party deals your xbox game pass deals your first party games it'd be really nice to be able to say hey the next splinter cell guess what folks xbox only
1: yeah i'd love well, it yeah and sony's uh playbook though that's organic, right? Because
0: that's organic. Splinter growth. Cell, or correct. Splinter yes. Cell
1: used to be uh, Xbox exclusive back in the day. It was as well. Um, lots of games in the 360 era were actually um, Mass Effect, and before to that, of yeah, them. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Splinter Cell is one of my favorite franchises. Me like, too, of all time. I agree. Um, there's Halo is one A, and uh, Splinter Cell is like one B for me. And we had a whole generation go by without Splinter Cell. Isn't that isn't that insane? A that the, long only, generation. the only Sam
0: Fisher we got was it was like a side mission in Ghost Recon. Like that's was crazy. Blasphemy.
1: It's crazy. Now it's getting rebooted, supposedly, if if they don't cancel this as well, like they, they've canceled everything. But you know, we on our channel we talked a lot about worries about Ubisoft and uh, the last couple of years because of all of the in- announcements that they had been making, didn't really fit with the direction that I thought was a good direction for for Ubisoft to go. And I think we're seeing a lot of the fallout from the, a lot of those moves now because they had all those free to play experiments that they've been working on and stuff behind the scenes with insiders, uh, to play beta testing and stuff like that, and play testing these things, and and no nothing positive about anything really. And uh, Skull and Bones has been going through the same thing getting pushed back again and again and again because of bad feedback. I just want them to get on track and give us the classic-style Ubisoft games that we used to get in the 360 generation and prior. Uh, even early Xbox One generation was uh, was pretty good as well. But the, I, 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 kinda, I miss it, man. Um, they might as well just be called Assassin's Creed. Uh, that's, what, that's what Ubisoft is right now. Just Assassin's Creed, the studio, right? Um and a bunch of experiments that we'll see what happens, but yeah, you know, I I think uh I still have high hopes. They have so much talent there. Um, I think they just have bad management, bad leadership, bad ownership, yep. yep. Um, and all of the above. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's enough about Ubisoft though. Yeah,
0: I mean, listen, <laughs> yeah. it, it, they're they're in a bit of trouble. It's sad to see, to be honest with you. Um, but hopefully, uh like I said, um. They they might take the route of locking up an exclusive with a with a particular bl- brand. I, I hope Microsoft, uh, uh, you know, pulls the trigger, pun intended, yeah, uh, and and gets Splinter Cell locked up as an exclusive. I'm sorry, I think they should do that. When I think of Sam Fisher, uh, I think of um, uh, you know Xbox. Uh, yeah. Same way when I think about uh, Laura Croft, even though I know that that, that you know she was a multi platform many many years, I think of PlayStation because that's where she first turned up. So for me, being an OG, when I think of play, when I think of uh, Laura Croft, I think of PlayStation. So uh, I, I'd like to see Microsoft make that kind of a deal. Uh, and not just the Xbox Game Pass deal. Like, get in there and be like, you know what? We're going to pull a page right out of Sony's book, Lock Up Sam Fisher. All right? We're, we're going to help development dollars in this, you know, and in, 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 inject it into it, make it a great game. And I think that should happen. But I do want to continue with the Super Chats, folks. So we have Highlander001. Drops a very generous ten dollar super chat and says afternoon boom and math fallout 76 just went to playstation plus that's right it absolutely did and the sony players are enjoying it well that's look at that folks they're enjoying a game that's on xbox shocking um he says also final fantasy director said he wants final Fantasy wants to play final fantasy if you want to play final fantasy 16 Get a PS5. Uh, yeah, I talked about that the other day. I, I actually tweeted about it. I, I look, folks, Square Enix is just dumb. I'm sorry. I, I look, I get it that you know they're in bed with Sony. I totally understand from a from the a, a, a financial situation that they're in. They're another failing company. They're a failing company because of their own self and their own dumb moves. Yeah they have no long term
1: vision it's just short term like it is what it's, they can it's, get, it's, you know? it's
0: it's it's short term influx of cash and then and then and then they're stuck holding the bag yeah it's, yeah. it's dumb I don't know uh they're going to wind up being acquired by somebody i know that uh everyone's like yeah sony is it's it, 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 you know it, it they're ripe for acquisition look i'm going to be honest with you i said this in, in jest i don't think sony wants them because of the trouble that they that they are in i don't even think square enix wants themselves at this point I I just think they're just making such dumb moves. It it doesn't make any sense. Like I said, I understand exclusivity and 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 with that comes a big payout. But if 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 Final Fantasy sevens numbers are not indicative of well, maybe if we release this on the on 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 the Xbox, we could see an influx of maybe two, three, four million additional sales of the game. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a business major, folks. i j I'm just a gamer and I think that it's dumb. I'm sorry. That's it. Uh Drawing TJ drops an additional five dollars. Super chat and says Forza Motorsport uh 8 March and Starfield April. Possibly. Uh how I see it playing out, if if I if I if I may. Uh Starfield is gonna go in 323-23. The next big first party IP. So it's everyone stays out of Starfield's way It's probably going to come in um in May I I think May we get uh Redfall I think in June, folks we get Forza Motorsport I don't know where mine we are on the is. exact
1: same page Boom. yeah
0: yeah I that that's how I see it playing again I have no inside track to it it's just <clears throat> pardon me or my opinion but I I do want to talk about the big topic of the show uh we, we have another 10 or 15 minutes and we'll get everyone out of here because again this is just one of the smaller shows folks uh of, of the week uh but look what we know is coming in the first six months is age of empires Redfall, minecraft legends starfield uh age of empires four uh the one that you talked about earlier aria history untold forza motorsport and Ghostwire tokyo Um, Now, the question that I asked the community uh, and I put out in the, uh, you know, as the headline for the show is, are these eight games enough for Xbox gamers when you consider that they have all of these other games, these big, big, I mean, Lies of P is probably one of the biggest games that are coming to Xbox Game Pass day and date. And the buzz around this is getting the same similar buzz of Elden Ring, folks. Uh, That is a monster title to get into Xbox Game Pass. Now, it's a multi-plat, sure, but millions of people that never play these Souls-like games are going to get a chance to play, and we saw what happened. Uh Elden Ring didn't come to Game Pass and it sold gangbuster numbers on the Xbox specifically in in uh, in the UK it outsold the PlayStation version which is shocking because that's PlayStation town. For you Mav knowing what's coming into Game Pass and these eight particular titles in the first 6 months coming from January to June do you feel that this is Xbox delivering on their promise? Oh yeah, I mean for sure. I- it's an insane lineup, right?
1: I, I, in the back of my mind, I'm like, where would they be without Zenimax Bethesda, right? Because it, like Redfall and Starfield are a huge part of that. Now those were supposed to be 2022 games, got moved to this year, but they did acquire them for this reason to add this pipeline of content. Um, I feel like the front half of this year is so loaded because of 2022, right? All the delays. Um, and yes, it's enough. But then at the back of my, I'm like, it's never enough. I n- I always want more. So yeah, that, all kidding aside, it's definitely more than anybody uh, could ever hope for, and more than we all have any reasonable amount of time to play, right? Because these aren't these are yeah. not these are not like just small games, right? I mean, especially when you couple in there that there's also going to be a lot of great third party games dropping as well, um, either into Game Pass, but also just in the market as well like Diablo four is coming out, which is going to be insanely huge as well. Um, So you add all this up together in the first six months, it is like it is one of the most jam packed times uh, for games that I can uh, remember ever in a short period. The interesting thing I want to, I want to add to this boom real quick is we talk about these eight games, right? All slated for, or at least most of them, majority of them slated for the first half of this year. Right now. Okay. Aaron Greenberg, as I said, added fuel to that fire in his tweet, in my opinion, as well as the fact that we're getting dates on Redfall and Forza Motorsport at this show on uh on January twenty fifth, right? So we add this up. Once June hits and we get to E three time, Xbox has a clean slate. What is that E3 show going to be like when we absolutely have no clue what to expect there because all these games just released? You want to talk about having a lot of fun, being excited about Xbox and where they're going? Have a six-month period where you have potentially eight first-party games released, and then sit down and watch a show in June where you have another massive amount of games uh, announced to be launching within the next 12 months. That's what the future of Xbox is. And that is insane. If you really want to think about it. Now, we talked about this numerous times about all these acquisitions and how they were going to have to try and find ways to fit all these games in and everything like that. Game Pass takes care of that problem because you're not asking everybody to spend $70 on every game that they buy where people don't have enough money to buy 10 games. You're asking more people to sign up for a subscription service. This is the future of where this is going. And it's this is the first year we're seeing it in its vision. And it's going to hit with the first game that releases again my opinion to be Starfield. The rest of those games which include a lot of variety, especially if also if that Tango Gameworks game hits. You you add that and you add GoldenEye as if you want to count that, that's 10. Then you will talk about the second half of the year you want to talk about the second half of the year how many first party games could potentially release this year on consoles on the Xbox ecosystem yeah i mean you're talking 10 plus and if you if you don't see the value in that for buying a series s at 300 bucks or less or dude right now a you can find a, in some places 229 man
0: 229 to
1: go get a series s You get a Game Pass subscription. You talk about such a low entry point to be able to access this content. You don't even need a console. Boom! If you got a if you got a janky laptop or an old old PC, or you got a new TV with one of the uh, Samsung apps on it, or you got a mobile device, right? You can access this ecosystem, and this that's what they're going for, man. They want to they want to push this hardcore gaming. But that also has a lot of variety that approaches a lot of different gamers and they want to push it out there to be and cast a wide net right no more focusing on just singular boxes in which even if you only account for that, they're still gaining market share in the hardware space as well as opposed to last generation. imagine what this year's gonna do for them once all these games drop once all these games drop, we've already been growing game pass numbers within the xbox ecosystem they've already been selling more consoles than they've ever had before and that doesn't even equate for the rest of the ecosystem altogether imagine what's going to happen once all these games drop and then people know this is the what to expect going forward
0: and that's the key yeah i mean uh uh uh, the name i couldn't remember atomic heart uh yeah why so serious put it in that God, that looks so good like atomic heart stalker
1: twos this year you got um they they had read that already hopefully that that actually happens and and uh all these indie games and i mean wo long lies of p as well as like you said you guys it's, it's, you,
0: it's literally so many dude that it's it's bonkers bro wow. it's it's why why not get excited honestly why why yeah. not get excited but listen this is
1: why pong soul calls it the golden age of gaming golden
0: age of ga- and he knows something he's not wrong dude he he is not wrong um i am thrilled to be a gamer, Uh, honestly, what, what, what could you say, folks? Uh, Like, like we all, you and I, uh, many people in the chat, we have, first of all, over 500 people here. I think that's a first for this particular show. This is a relatively new venture that I added, uh, you know, last year. Uh, X-Vlog Live is the one-on-one segment. I get a chance to sit down with some of the greatest in the industry, MAV being one of them. Um, And uh, we get to have a conversation. You hit a couple of topics. It's, It's only meant to be about 60 or 70 minutes, Uh, which we're running up on now. Um, I I will close with saying, and I got to catch up on the Super Chats. Microsoft's first half is ridiculous. Now, there are some question marks and some concerns for a lot of people for the second half. Microsoft has notoriously uh, forgot that there are 12 months of the year. They overload a six-month block and were kind of left holding the bag. Now, some people... Uh, and for some games, like a Starfield, which is going to be a life eater, uh, that that game is going to eat people's lives uh, because it's going to be so vast and so open. And. The hype behind behind this game is, is, is for real, like it's 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 going to be the biggest game of the year. Um, the second half, what what I'm hearing is we're getting Hellblade in holiday right now, I'm not the first to say that I've heard it from other sources, I've heard it from a personal source of mine that is expected to launch in November of 2023. Will it happen? Well, I don't know. I don't work for Ninja Theory. I'm only telling you what I've heard through the grapevine, but I'm not the only one. Jeff Grubb has heard, talked, uh, talked about this and many others. Um, I'm hoping that we get two big Microsoft Game Studios titles in the fall and then you, and they continue their onslaught with Game Pass deliveries of day and day games, and you get a couple of third- and second-party stuff in there, it's going to be a banner year. Uh, and like I said, when you consider the first half of the year, folks, you consider Ubisoft Plus potentially launching into the service, Xbox Friends and Family officially launching here in the United States, and then the cherry on top of this beautiful, very large Banana Boat Sunday is ABK Closing. I yeah. I don't know if you can if you could in your wildest imagination, Mav, come up with this storybook ending for Microsoft in 2023. What do you what are your thoughts on that before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, that the my thoughts are that last year all we really had to talk about was ABK. This year, that's gonna be paired up with all of these game launches and all these game releases, all this game news. So this year for uh for content creators and podcasters and especially it's going to be a different story because we got lots of stuff to talk about even without even having to talk about ABK, but that's going to be going on behind the scenes this whole time. And at some point this year, it's going to close as well. And imagine it does again, like I just talked about it. Imagine it happens before E3, right? And then you add that to whatever that showing time is going to be like in the middle of the year. Yeah. um after the incredible first half of the year that xbox is bound to have um it's it's insane and you talk about mindshare right talk about mindshare xbox is going to be talked about more than any other platform by far this year because of the amount of games dropping because of the abk deal because of the acquisition when it closes and what that's going to mean and and uh the library entering game pass as well and all that kind of stuff i mean you're talking about a uh, huge deal, a huge deal. I expect the Game Pass numbers to explode this year. Uh, Phil Spencer, in the pre- previously, had said like uh, maybe they were approaching, you know, around the level of console players to expect for Game Pass. I, I think they are uh, underselling it on purpose when they yep. said that. Yep. And when these games start dropping, the ABK deal closes, and all that stuff. I think you're going to see a mass flood of subscriptions into that service, which is good for all of us because the more investment that they have into that means the more companies that are willing to put their games in the service day one as well. Yes, and and it yes. also means that the uh, uh, more investment from Microsoft even into more first studio uh, first parties and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So um, I, I love what they're doing, and um, as bad as 2022 was, even though we had lots of fun playing lots of games uh first party was a down year right um only a couple titles and smaller titles uh this year is you got everything e- everything under the sun
0: well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it. Let me catch up on a few Super Chats that popped in on the back end. Drawn TJ drops an additional $5 Super Chat and says, hey, Mav, why aren't you not? Why, why are you not a motivational speaker? You would kill it. Uh, that's funny. I, I agree. <laughs> um, and uh, Highlander 001 drops a very uh, uh, generous additional $5 Super Chat and says, I'm not worried about 2023. We will be feasting. I'm worried about 2024. I want a new Spyro Dragon for my do- my daughter. As a matter of fact, that was one of the uh, stories we didn't cover. Uh, apparently, a new Spyro is in the works from um, uh, Toys for Bob. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be an exclusive for Xbox once ABK is done, but that is definitely uh, in the works. Uh, and I hope that... Uh, whatever they do next is a banjo kazooie i'm I'm just throwing it out there uh itchy in the chat drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says 2023 will be a great year for xbox indeed it will uh and uh double x wolverine three or no wolverine uh double x drops a very generous five dollars super says i'm greedy so i want i'd like to see microsoft buy them or buy ip from them but probably not possible I just say invest in a particular IP, i.e., a Splinter Cell, and lock that up as uh, an exclusive for Xbox. Sorry, not to be a jerk, but that's what they should <laughs> do. Um, but real quick, before we get out of here, uh, I'm going to throw an advertisement up on this uh, on the screen. This is something that my wife and I have uh, have announced that we're doing this year. Uh, we have uh, decided our first big big giveaway for 2023 are 15 copies of Stalker 2. Uh and the reason why we're doing that is we're not buying Game Pass subscriptions. We're buying the game. So that team uh that was displaced out of Ukraine due to the war and is now uh with their family safe in Brussels, from what I understand, uh, will get a good chunk of the money. And again, it's I know fifteen copies sounds like a lot, but considering what they've been through, it's our uh the way I described it last night on Primetime Gaming, it's the little guy helping the little guy. Uh and uh we are Donating those fifteen copies to the first half of those will go to channel members, uh, and the second half, anyone that is in the chat, we will be doing a sixty-minute launch party stream for Stalker Two when it's announced, and we will be giving away those fifteen copies. Uh, They will be purchased, uh, and uh, again, folks, that's a lot of the super chats that we have been getting since last year. We've been putting away, and that is what is ultimately going to help pay for this because I, you know, obviously I'm retired, so the, the funds are limited. But we wanted to do a contest that both helped the community in giving away these 15 copies of Stalker 2, but also uh, somewhat help a a developer that has been through the ringer. And uh, the fact that they're going to get their 70%, you know, obviously, of the sales is why we are doing it. Here is the advertisement for that, just so you can take a look at it. Yes, I did create this myself. Uh, I love it. It's one of my best ones yet. Uh, But yes, we are. Uh, giving away uh, 15 copies of Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Uh, and we'll obviously have more details once uh, the developer uh, confirms uh, what uh, they're doing in regards to the release. But uh, listen, Mav, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with me. Please, by all means, sell your brand, brother. Talk about Mav, where they can find you on YouTube, where they can subscribe to your incredible YouTube channel that is loaded with content, and more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media?
1: Uh, first off, that's a cool idea for a giveaway. Boom! So I just got to say that's a great idea there. Uh, shout out to the developers over there, and hope hope we get to play it this year. But um, if you want to check out what we got going on, just find it on YouTube Fun Speculation where you can see lots of shows. We have three podcasts. Monday nights is Fun Speculation Podcast at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Thursdays, that means tonight. Today is a Thursday, everybody. So tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Pong, Soul and I have a two-man show called PM and the PM, where we, will, we deep dive on topics, and we're going we're gonna to go deep tonight. We're going to go real deep, and we'll have a lot of fun. Um, tomorrow night, Friday night's Xbox Ultimate Podcast. 9 p.m. Eastern uh, this week. And this week we got Gaz from Game On Daily. uh, Joining us, dude. So we're super excited to have him on as well. And uh, we got game streams, boom. Uh, When I I have time, I drop a video here and there. And lots of other uh, stuff that we do. Uh, We will be co-streaming the uh, January 25th event as well on our channel uh, so uh, I don't know if you're doing the same thing, boom, but oh no, uh, we're
0: we're gonna cover it at night. uh we're okay. gonna have a monster ten plus person panel to uh react to and discuss so the whole show's gonna be dedicated to this event yeah, so that that's prime time gaming i'm gonna let everyone get out of everyone's way for that uh who's gonna be streaming it live. I just wanna watch it as a fan like I wanna yeah, sit back on I my couch you. uh and just chill
1: yeah we we have a lot of fun. pong will be joining me on that as well. I don't know who all will be there, but we'll we will be co streaming the uh uh, event on the 25th as well nice. so come hang out with us on fun speculation and check that out twitter fun speculation as well if you want to see uh when we're going live and and uh, any of my um nonsensical tweets but uh <laughs> i hope everyone has a good one the chat was amazing as always boom
0: yeah listen this chat is the best obviously uh they're very generous uh they're very respectful every now and again get a knucklehead uh but we have someone in the chat that is uh, a silent ninja known as lethal papa uh, obviously, uh, it's because of Lethal's incredible dedicated work that we have a, a chat like this, that people just want to come and talk about gaming and interact with each other without being a D-bag. And uh, he is very lenient in the fact that uh, he gives people chances uh, to get themselves banned. And then eventually, he again, he has my full authority that if he feels you're being racist or sexist or anything else like that, uh, homophobic. We we don't we don't tolerate any kind of that shenanigans here. Everyone is welcomed. Race, creed, color, religion, sexual orientation. We love everyone, and everyone should have a place to come and hang out. And it's because of him and several of the modders that we have here that keep this particular chat as one of the best in the business. And I cannot thank him and the additional modders uh, enough uh, because you know obviously I, I pride myself when trying to put out great content. But this chat is legendary great. Uh, So thank you and a shout out to everyone uh, that is uh, here each time we do a live show. And, of course, a big shout out to all the Super Chats that have come in. Again, I explained to you where they're going specifically this year. 10, 15 copies of this game is going to cost a lot of money. And, you know, again, we don't mind doing it. But uh, what what happens on the back end is because uh, YouTube takes 30%, Mrs. Boomstick and I, make up that 30 30 percent that they take and we add it to the pot and that's how the magic is made uh and last year we gave away three thousand five hundred dollars worth of gift cards we're going to try and match it this at least match it this year and this is the first big one of the year our first big giveaway uh, a huge shout out to everyone that helps contribute through super chats and of course channel membership And I will close out today's show, Mav, with something that is important to me. Hopefully one day it will be important to you and everyone else. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care of everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of X-Vlog Live.